0: with no one. He shows up, he plays, and he leaves. Come on. There are two other Cubans on the team. The third baseman, Oliva, and what's the other guy's name, the righty reliever? Cabrera. Yeah, Ruiz talks to them, right? Not that I've seen. Okay, so he's quiet. How does that translate to stay away at all costs? You're working a case, aren't you? Magnuson looks me dead in the eye, like he's about to tell me something. Then he exhales and leans back. You want to know about the family? Things are not good. Patty left me in February, right before spring training. Out of nowhere, she announces that she's in love with this woman Brenda, a trainer at the gym. Pretty lady. I know who she is, Never would have guessed she was a lesbian. He pauses. Guess I could say the same thing about Patty. Anyway, I feel like a moron. Then she tells me she and Brenda are moving to Palm Desert. And of course, they're taking the kids. Our kids. Which means it'll be pretty much impossible for me to visit on off days. Besides that, it sucks for the kids because they're already in high school. Who moves their kids in the middle of high school to go live in the desert? It's so selfish. I notice that his fists are balled up. Makes me crazy. Sorry. You have every right to be pissed. Sometimes I wonder if it's my fault. I wasn't around all those years, and then when I finally was, I just stormed around the house with a chip on my shoulder, all angry about the doping thing. I should have paid more attention to her. On the other hand, Patty says she didn't just turn gay. She says she always was, which I find hard to believe. Well, it's not your fault. You did the best you could. You were providing for your family. Magnuson shrugs, and his brow stacks up with wrinkles. How do you handle it? You've been divorced. How long? Thirteen years. We split when Isabel was a baby. She'll be a sophomore in high school this fall. Your ex lives in L.A., right? Santa Monica. We're in Scottsdale. Or we were. I could tell you you'll get over it, but that's not exactly right. You'll move on and you will see your kids. Christmas break, I took easy skiing. I've thought of that, but I really don't want to be that guy. You know the divorced dad who takes his kids on fancy vacations once a year but otherwise doesn't see them. Well, you're divorced and you're a dad. Those are the facts. The rest is up to you. That's helpful. Magnuson rattles the ice in his glass. I think about how to steer the conversation back to Ruiz. As much as I'd like to continue this therapy session, we're playing a matinee tomorrow. Today, rather. So, Yanel Ruiz, Magnuson says, unprompted. He lived with me for a week before spring training. Wait, he lived with you? I was alone in this big house, so when the front office asked around for someone to put Ruiz up for a few days, I said sure. He moved into our guest room, and he was nice enough, always cleaned up in the kitchen and asked before using the computer. He didn't speak much. What did he do on the computer? Mostly video calls with his family, checking email, that sort of thing. Any artifacts? Artifacts? Downloads, chat conversations. Maybe he left his email open? You think I spied on him? You might have been curious, I don't know. Hey, you're the detective, not me. And besides, at that point, I had no reason to suspect him of anything. But later on, you did? Like I said, he only stayed with me for a week. After that, he moved into his own place. But then, the night before the season began, my last day in Arizona, I got a phone call. It was an anonymous caller, disguised voice and all that, like on 60 Minutes. The guy says I'm forbidden to speak with anyone about Yanel Ruiz and if I wanted to live, I'd keep my mouth shut. That's what he said.